Welcome into Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. Whether you're new to cigars or been smoking for years, Kiss My Ash is here to entertain, inform, and more importantly, smoke. To reach the gang, call them 877-960-9960. Now here's your host, Honest Abe. Tell me, have you ever wondered how people get to work? Cause every time they speak, they say such stupid words. When you order McNuggets, they hand you the wrong bag. When people make a duty, they don't flush what's left behind. Hardly ever use turn signals, shifting lanes when they drive. The supermarket can't change a dollar bill. Yeah, people ain't bright. Good morning. Welcome, loyal listeners, libertarians, and lovers of the leaf. This is Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm your host, Honest Abe, along with my cohorts, a.k.a. The Missing Link, The Hooch. What's happening? And the lovely Lady M. Good morning. You guys have a good week? Yeah. Yeah, everything good? Uh, for the most part. We had a very interesting week. Yeah, it's been uh, exciting, that's Tell for sure. Tell me about your week, Abe. Well, before we get into it, I want to first uh, thank Nick Perdomo. Oh, yeah. Had a blast last night, our Wellington event. You know, Nick's always a great host. Loved by the crowd. Always great in event. Mm-hmm. Good turnout. Thanks for being there, Nick. His wife I know Janine you're listening today. Out. He said he was going to be listening to the show oh, this yeah. morning. So I know great you're listening to see her. And, and it was Billy. great to see Janine, especially. Very good. Mm-hmm. And um, and if you're out and about today, um, try to get down to our Margate store and meet the force of nature himself. Nemish Desai from Rocky Patel. We're going to have a great event there till 5 p.m. starting about what, 1? 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I will be there as soon as the show gets over. I will be driving straight to Margate. Hooch. So come out and say hi. Never mm-hmm. never resting. We'll be going down to Margate. Yeah. And uh, they'll be raffling off. Um, they got a bunch of super box promos and raffles, but they'll be raffling off one of our 15th anniversary box cigars, which is a box that comes with 50 cigars valued at almost $500. And that's one of the raffles they'll be giving away today at Margate. And that box also comes with a free Great Smoke ticket, that's one of the good. biggest cigar events in the country. <laughs> 150 bucks just in the Great Smoky ticket there alone. So you got $500 of cigars, 150 bucks in the Great Smoky ticket, and it automatically enters you to win our 2011 Camaro that we've given away at the end of the Great Smoke. So don't miss it. Oh, yeah. Okay, folks. That all being said, let's get to the nitty-gritty this week. What everybody's been waiting for. You know. Bum, bum, bum. Yep. I've had a hair up my butt all week. <laughs> Very disappointed. And uh, for those of you who follow us on Facebook and Twitter, you might have noticed beginning earlier this week, all our postings about the SmackDown with Cigar Dave leading up to this show. Now, for those of you who do not know Cigar Dave Zeplowitz, um, he's the creator and host of the Cigar Dave Show, nationally syndicated radio program devoted entirely to the cigar lifestyle. Uh, his first Cigar Dave Show broadcast occurred in July 1995, so he's been on the air over 15 years. Uh, and, and honestly, he was a pioneer. He was the first person that I know of that has broke in the television radio medium uh, talking about cigars and the cigar lifestyle. And, you know, you have to admire people who break barriers in their industry. I always do. Unfortunately, 
I guess when you feel you're at so high at the top of your game, the air starts to get a little thin. Mm-hmm. It affects your brain. Mm-hmm. So let me start from the beginning for all our listeners here, and hopefully any of the Cigar Dave listeners who have managed to hear about this little feud and are listening in this morning. Uh, back, back on up. Back in the spring of 2008, that's how far back we're going, Dave came to our shop. And what people probably don't know out there is Dave and I were kind of like, you know, the... Uh, Professor Xavier and Magneto, we were actually friends back in the day, cordially, great relationships, and uh, came to our shop in West Palm to solicit advertising for his show. We agreed to sponsor his show, and our relationship started. And Cigar Dave then did a live broadcast from our great smoke for the next three years. Was there every year, pumping it, talking about it. We had a very friendly relationship. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's been in our store dozens of times. Has mm-hmm. a locker, or should I say, now used to have a locker yeah. in our uh, one of our one of our locations. So, about a couple months after last year's great smoke, the people from Clear Channel sent me an email saying that the Cigar Dave show won't be broadcast from Clear Channel here locally in West Palm Beach anymore. So, we won't be getting our monthly bill. I thought that was unfortunate at the time. Uh, about a week later, the uh, what do you call sales it? guys? The sales guys and the uh, PDs. Yes, came in and uh, came to me and approached me about doing a cigar show. Mm-hmm. You know, so long story short, that's how Kiss My Ash Radio was born. We started out, had a few good months, and then we went to the IPCPR, with which Lady M went with us this year, I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year in Vegas. Well, at the whole trade show, Mister uh, Zepowitz wouldn't even acknowledge my existence. Now, this is somebody we had lunches together, been in my shops, party, mm-hmm. didn't even acknowledge my existence. And I found it funny. And I figured, I guess he got a little upset about the radio show. But I let it go. Didn't say a word. Then a few months later, at the end of the summer, um, I was, I had, I was, uh, I had the privilege of attending the retirement dinner of Jim Colucci, former uh, vice president of premium sales of Altus USA. And the last person to arrive at the function was, of course, Cigar Dave. He went around the room shaking everyone's hand like he was running for mayor. I mean, I'm telling you, I think he even shook waiters' hands. Everybody. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Didn't shake my hand. I was the only person literally in the room. Really? Yeah. So I found it hilarious when they seated us next to each other. We were both sitting at Jim's table, and they sat him next to me. So I finally made a crack. I said, oh, I'm sitting next to Cigar Dave. Maybe he'll shake my hand now. Of course, Dave will say, oh, yeah, I got no problem. I'll shake your hand. Alpha meal. So, typical cigar, Dave. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, we had a nice dinner. Everything was cordial. But I said, you know what? We really, we've been friends. Obviously, something upset him. Let me take him outside after dinner, and I had a talk with him. I, I literally grabbed him outside after the dinner, took him outside, and my exact words were, you know, what's up? Why are your balls so twisted? Where's the beef? Yeah, I mean, what, what, what's got you so upset? And at first he tried denying anything was wrong and whatever. And I said, come on. Seriously. What? My radio show got you all bent out of shape? My local little show to promote me and my shops and having a little good time, a little fun, has got you all bent out of shape? Long of the story short, he felt I went about it wrong. Thought I should have came to him first, let him know. You know, whatever the reason being, I said, look. The manly thing was he felt hurt. I didn't really think I did anything wrong, but I didn't mean to hurt him. So I said, you know what? If you felt I should have came to you and I didn't, I apologize if I hurt your feelings. That wasn't the intention. I'm just having a little fun here, and it shouldn't be a problem. I said, 
Jim Colucci's a good friend of mine. I have my own cigar brands that are being made for me. He don't look at me like I'm competition for him now. It's what we do. We're in the cigar business. Mm -hmm. So all was said and done, all good. I'm figuring everything at this point, we're back to normal, peaceful. He's gotten over it. I apologize now. Yeah. When I really didn't feel like I had anything to apologize about other than he was genuinely hurt. So I apologize and said, you know what? If you felt like I should have came to you first to talk about it, I should have. Sorry I didn't. Took the high road. Took the high road. Absolutely. Last week, immediately after our Kiss My Ass show, all of a sudden a lot of Twitters started coming about tagging our shop, saying shame on Cigar Dave regarding a little snippet from his show. And we have the snippet from Cigar Dave's last week's show. Can we play that show where the customer calls let's in, Colin? Let's go Colin? to, uh, let's see, David, Cigar City of Tampa, listening on our flagship 970 WFLA. Long axis, General. Back at you. Hey, General, quick couple of questions. My wife and I both enjoy cigars very much, and luckily we live in Tampa. We also like your show, but unfortunately, in the month, we're being relocated to West Palm Beach. So two questions. Can we get your show down there, and can you rent, recommend any retailers that are of the uh, uh, caliber of, say, Tampa Humidor that do good events? Yeah. Okay, so right there. Mm-hmm. One of his loyal listeners. Now, mm-hmm. also, I also did forget to mention is after we made up and we were friends, Cigar Dave came to me and actually asked me, he said, look, I advertise with some radio stations here. Do I know any uh, station managers I might be able to hook him up with because he wanted to get back in the West Palm Beach market? And my attitude was at the time was, look, four hours of Cigar Radio would be great. Our show from 10 to 12 here in West Palm Beach and then the Cigar Dave show 12 to 2 would be perfect. I actually helped him out and got him a meeting with somebody here locally. I mean, obviously it didn't pan out, but I'm figuring everything's great. Right. So then this happens next week. This caller comes in. Caller comes in. He wants to know where there's a good brick and mortar in West Palm Beach. Hmm. Now, first off, we're the only brick and mortar in West Palm Beach, probably the most surrounding areas. Right. Yep. Um, as far as events, he wants to know about cigar. We're the biggest event maker, one of the biggest event makers in the mm-hmm. country. In fact, Tampa Humidor guys came to our event three years ago to see how we run it and was trying to emulate it in Tampa for the last two years. Right. So, you know, so Cigar Dave's now put on spot. Now, I, I'd like to hear what Cigar Dave has to say about smoking. What, what's Cigar Dave's uh, opinions on smoking? Run and center, lieutenants. I've traveled the country, and everywhere I go, a cigar shop is at the top of the agenda. When I'm in South Florida, there's no better place to visit than one of smoke in six South Florida locations. These gents really have it right. From a superbly knowledgeable and courteous staff, comfortable and friendly atmosphere, and a complete selection of cigars from super-priced quality bundles, and all those hard-to-find and limited editions as well. In fact, if smoking doesn't carry it, then it's probably not worth enjoying. You'll always get a great deal at the Smoke Inn. Smoke Inn began in 1996 with one location and today has grown to six locations serving the great cigar connoisseurs of South Florida. That should tell you something. For the nearest Smoke Inn location, call 888-SMOKES-1. That's 888-SMOKES-1. Or visit their website at smokein.com. Superior selection and customer satisfaction. See for yourself why Smoke Inn has become a national leader in the cigar industry. Smokein.com. Well, thank you for those kind words, Dave. Okay? So, he obviously knows about our store. Mm-hmm. So, let's go ahead and continue that clip, Colin. Uh, two things. Number one, 790, the ticket out of Miami, you can get us. And okay. uh, do you have a smartphone? I do. What do you have? I have the uh, new uh, Apple. Oh, iPhone. Perfect. Well, we're going to have the yeah. Apple, the iPhone, the BlackBerry and Droid app. We're working on it. They were a little delayed, but... Now, I just love here how he's... 
gone into the whole thing of how to get a show. Hasn't addressed the question about mm-hmm. the cigar shop. And I also want to know why after 15 years of being on the air, he's still figuring out how to get an iPhone app or get something to play in. We've been playing on our iPhones and iPads since we've been on the air eight months ago, mm-hmm. nine months ago. Yeah. So, I mean, come on, Dave. Not to get- mention, in West Palm, you can't pick up 790 the ticket. <laughs> he's not helping this guy at all. His he- loyal listener is not giving him any advice. you got to be out. well south of Broward to even think about getting that station up. Yeah. All right, my friend. <laughs> That's in good Miami. weather. Continue that clip. Uh, we should have them out. We're hoping by early February, somewhere thereabouts, but we're almost done. Had to do some testing and make some changes. So you'll be able to listen to us live and on the podcast anytime via your iPhone, also 790 the ticket. And there's a place called, uh, I think it's Angry Moon Cigars on PGA Boulevard, okay. right uh, just a little bit west of US 1, Federal Highway. Beautiful place, full liquor bar. And then there's Sabor Havana, which is also on PGA Boulevard. Very good place. Tell Bart the general sent you. He'll take good care of you. Bart it is. All right, and here's what I'll do. So, now, <laughs> so. now he's, 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 wait, wait, he's wait. going on to recommend the shop that's 20 minutes out of the way and not a brick and mortar. Now, listen, I have nothing angry. If, I, you know, if I'm going to go hang out till 2 in the morning, smoke a cigar at a bar and a great thing, I go to Angry Moon. It's a mm-hmm. great place. Oh, yeah. It's not a brick and mortar. It's, a bar. it's not what this guy's looking for. It's a cigar bar. Prices over MSRP. Great for drinking and socializing and hanging out, but it's not what the guy is looking for. These guys don't do events. They do a nice jazz thing every now and then, right. too. And the other shop he recommends hmm. is still sounds familiar. 20 minutes away, but what our good and unknowledgeable friend doesn't know is that it's a smoke-in now anyway. So, you know, even <laughs> trying not to refer us, he <laughs> referred this poor gentleman, but still not to the type of shop that he was asking mm-hmm. for. So, And this came to our attention because... His listeners started twittering, shame on you, and then right. started tagging us. That's how it came about. So in the meantime, I have uh, I tried texting him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I saw. He hasn't responded. We've Facebook tweeted him. He has not responded. And look, I mean, I'm going to actually try to call him on his show after our show. And I want to see if the alpha male, the self-proclaimed general, the man of mans, will take my call. Because you want to know what? If it's a matter of, you know what? You're right. I was caught in a petty moment. I apologize. Shouldn't have been that way. It's all right, pal. I'm man enough to say, okay, good. Mm -hmm. But the fact you're sitting here trying to duck and ignore the situation, and and, and really, as a journalist, somebody who you're trying to provide your listeners, with, you're leading them, helping them, and because of your pettiness and childness, you know, you misguide him, give him bad directions... It's just sad. It's pathetic. Mm-hmm. And someone once told me, you can't fake class. So, so guy Dave, I'm telling the world what you did, and I'm going to try to call you during your show, and hopefully you'll be mad enough, because I know you're listening, because I sent you an email last night. And I know even though you want to admit you don't want to know what I'm saying, I know you can't help but listen to what I'm saying this morning. So I'm going to call your show. Hopefully you'll be alpha male, general enough to take the call. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Pleasure, police. Uh. Ooh, I feel. I know. I feel the heat. I feel. I know. We got the air, man. We're cooking in here. But I feel a lot better. I got that off my chest. Yeah. Because, really, you know what? For guys who were friends, that's just petty, and it was just wrong. I mean, and look, it's it's nothing. that's going to hurt me. I mean, really, the guy won't be in West Palm Beach five minutes before he's going to figure out where Smoke In is and hear about Smoke In. It's just how petty can you be for a guy who I advertised on his show for three years? Tried to help him get back in his market, and this is the way he wants to act. I figured you're a little too big for that. I didn't think our little 
itty bitty show was that detrimental and that threatening to your lifestyle. So, Cigar Dave, I'm calling you out. I'm going to call your show. Be a man. Take the call. I'd love to see it. That so being, boxed. That being said, I think uh, we're ready to go to break. Yeah. We can, we're going to go to break. It's going to be a little uh, awkward show. But listen, uh, Zykar, before we go to break, always I can't forget our good friends at Zykar. Um, lifetime warranty. Today, if you hear the special sound, you'll get an XI titanium cutter. Uh, value $60. Can't go wrong. Just be the first caller in when you hear that sound. Also, congratulations to Rick from Michigan, our social media winner who heard the word general that was bound to come up. Yep. And uh, won a five-pack of Padron SI-15s. 60, 660 Naturals. 660 Naturals. Almost $100, almost $100 in cigars, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so great. Good for you. And I think we're going to have a little words with uh, George Padron, who's on our Meet Your Maker segment today. And uh, talk a little bit about that size cigar, because we're almost down to a few boxes left of that. Uh, the the Maduro's have been gone for months, oh, forever. Yeah. Naturally, we got a few boxes left. Just a couple. Good. Well, don't go anywhere, folks. We're going to have a great show for you. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. You heard Steven Tyler ruin the national anthem before Sunday's game. Now, you can hear Steven wreck other patriotic songs on Steven Tyler Destroys America. With a collection of songs so awful, so out of tune, it makes one wish for a new Paris Hilton album. Well, almost. Steven Tyler destroys America. He's no American Idol. He's Steven Tyler on Steven Tyler Destroys America. Steven Tyler destroys America. Available nowhere. Thank God. Smack it. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. It's bold and bewitching, and it has cigar lovers spellbound. Warlock, a devilishly good smoke that's mesmerizing aficionados with its hypnotic blend of deep, complex notes. Crafted in Nicaragua by acclaimed cigar maker Omar Ortez, Warlock tempts the palate with a sorcerer's blend of bold tobaccos that casts its spell and never lets go. Light up a Warlock and see why smokers find its charisma irresistible. Surgeon General Warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Kizano cigars are manufactured in the Dominican Republic using only the finest of hand-selected tobaccos that have been aged to perfection. Their cigars have been rated in the 90s by Cigar Aficionado and chosen as best of the best by the Rob Report. From the Kizano 18-paired LXI Habano Sungrown 59 Cameroon to their economically priced bundles, every step has been taken to ensure the finest quality tobaccos and utmost craftsmanship. Kizano cigars. Discover what a fine cigar should be. Hello, George Rico with Granabano Cigars. Granabano Cigars uses the finest family-grown tobacco from Nicaragua, Colombia, and Honduras. Great pride and generations of skilled craftsmanship goes into each and every Granabano Cigars. Look for our new limited edition Zulu Zulu, our economically priced VIP cigars, and the soon-to-be-released Opium. For more information on the fine cigars of Granabano, visit us at ghcigars.com or your nearest fine tobacconist. Tell them George Rico sent you. 
The Taranio Family Cigar Company's roots began in the heart of Cuba over 95 years ago. Tobacco and cigars has been their passion for four generations, and their driving force in making quality cigars. The Taranio Master and Single Region Cigars have scored 91 and 92 respectively by Cigar Aficionado. And the Exodus 1959 50-Year Cigar was rated 93 and the 12th top cigar in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 of 2010. So take time to burn a Taranio Family Cigar and experience something special. Rocky Patel has been handcrafting the finest premium handmade cigars in the world for over 15 years. And proof of that is the award-winning Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary and the Decade by Rocky Patel. The 15th Anniversary is a 92-rated cigar that became an instant classic when launched in 2010. It's a medium to full-bodied cigar with rich, toasty notes of spice, cocoa, espresso bean, and a lingering sweetness. The Decade by Rocky Patel is the highest-rated non-Cuban cigar ever, receiving a rating of 95. The Decade is an amazingly well-balanced cigar with a long, full finish and distinctive lingering sweetness. The rich, oily wrapper on the Decade is as inviting as any cigar in your humidor. Enjoy the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary and The Decade by Rocky Patel. They'll be the cigars that you want to relax with and enjoy. Keeping Cuba's most coveted secrets for three generations, the legacy continues San Latano. Signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich box press San Andreas wrapped Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his newest creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval, using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance like no other. Go out today and ask for your local tobacconist for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. The Oliva family of cigars has over five generations of cigar and tobacco experience, and the Oliva family makes some of the finest and most affordable premium cigars. Oliva has something for everyone. Mild and creamy? Try the Connecticut Reserve line. Prefer something bold and rich? Then light up an Oliva Series V, one of the highest rated cigars in the world. Oliva cigars can be found at all smoking locations, so ask for Oliva. Unbeatable value, uncompromising quality, the Oliva family of cigars. Since 1997, Zycar has lived by their unconditional promise of lifetime warranty and 100% replacement, living up to their promise of form, feel, and function. Zycar offers the highest quality products at the best possible prices. Should your Zycar accessory fail in any way, simply return it and Zycar will immediately and cheerfully repair it or replace it for you. Now that's 100% total satisfaction. If you're looking for a new lighter, cutter, or travel case, visit any authorized Zycar dealer or your nearest smoking location. Don't be left swimming with the sharks. Zycar for life. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. Log on to KissMyAshRadio.com any day during the week, and you can play back the podcast if you missed it. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. Thank you. South Carolina began to become really clear that if you want to beat Barack Obama, uh, the Newt Gingrich is the only person who has the background, the experience, uh, and, the, and the, the ability to get on the stage and drive home a conservative message with authenticity. And there's our boy Newt. It's time for the fray. Talking politics with Christian Basso. What's, good morning, guys. Good morning, buddy. You, you, I can't believe you didn't hear my tirade. I got to be Christian Basso this morning. Oh, I, 
I went off on the General Cigar Dave. I can't believe you missed it. I got, well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to be in the archives on Monday morning listening to it. Trust me. I had to out him, brother. He crossed the line. Have to call a spade a spade. In fact, I even said if he's got half a balls, he'll take my call because I'm going to try to call him on his show to discuss the matter face-to-face. Man to man, mano a mano, alpha male a alpha male, and see if he takes my call. <laughs> he's not going to do it, Dave. You know him. He, he's not going to do it. He's uh, he's pompous, that guy. He hides from guys like us. <laughs> so, listen, did you hear about uh, the little clip we played of Newt there? I just heard it. I, I absolutely heard it, you know, and, and I... I First of all, you guys should know the reason I missed the radio show the first part of the morning. I just came out of the gym, so I'm a little jacked up right now, to be quite honest with you. Um, but as, as, I'm, as, I'm running, as I'm on a treadmill and I'm thinking and I'm thinking, what am I going to talk about? There's really, you know, I don't like this media anymore. I wish, I wish there was some way that we could just erase politics the way it's done and go back and just rewrite things. Because the media, I, I feel so sorry for somebody like my own grandmother. You know, like, they don't... They I'm not going to pick on your grandmother again, Chris. No, I won't. I love my grandmother. I, 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 I use my grandmother as an example because she's simple. You, you know, like, she's a simple woman. She's drink. She's drunk from the Kool-Aid? She has to be drinking the Kool-Aid for some of the stuff that comes out of her mouth when she... You know, I like Obama. He's handsome, and you know, they don't give him a chance. That's like... But it's, it's, she buys into the media, and... Let me tell you something, guys. I'm a little scared because the media has me kind of fooled right now. You know, I'm I'm for Newt Gingrich. I love how articulate he is. He's a, a true historian. He understands our government, and and he can he can articulate himself so well that I believe he will dissect Obama and make him want to curl up into the field position and crawl back into his mama when he's done. Well, listen, but, I agree with you. I I okay. think Newt is going to be the most capable of doing that. But on the same note, we got we got a. a uh, uh, email here from one of our loyal listeners, uh, Joe Alderton, uh, about a Boca Raton here in Florida. And he wanted to ask you, he goes, I like Gingrich's approach to politics until his recent laying down at the Thursday night debate. Tell me why I should vote for a guy who quit his job when he thought people weren't happy with him as speaker instead of standing up and making things right. Well, I don't believe he didn't quit his job. He just didn't seek re-election. There's a difference. Yeah, he went you out. Know? He went out to finish his term, and was right, never and was never term. convicted or nothing. Never found fined or anything from all that stuff back when he was Speaker of the House. Correct. Well, and it's Joe, right? Joe and Boca we're talking to. Right yes, now. yes. All right. The, the reality is, Abe, is this is what I was just leading into. I was trying to segue into this exact topic. I don't know what to believe anymore. I don't, I'm not in, I don't have a, a, a level of leverage clearance within government to understand, you know, his ethics uh, violations and, and what they, they package up. But the media makes it look so bad that I'm almost like trying to say, are they trying to outside psychology me here where I'm going to not go with Gingrich because they don't want Gingrich to go against Obama. I, I don't know what to believe anymore. And that's the kind of the point. You see what Joe's saying there is I don't know what to believe, any, Ed, Joe. I, I love Gingrich for a human being, for the things that come out of his mouth. But do you believe the hype that you see all over the media? He's stuck. I'm stuck. Do you go with Romney? Because Romney seems like he's more presidential, like he's more capable. He's more in the middle. You know, I love Santorum. I think Santorum's been doing a phenomenal job. But Santorum doesn't have any spice. There's no zazz to him. He's an ultra-conservative. Obama's an ultra-liberal. Do you get a guy like uh, Romney, who's right there? He's a moderate. He's in the middle. He is 
to the Republican Party what Clinton was to the Democratic Party. He's a moderate. So I, I don't know what we're looking for here, but they kind of have me fooled. I would love to see Newt Gingrich box Obama on a debate. Well, you Personally. know, I had the same feeling. You know, I, I really don't know because, you know, Gingrich would be calling Obama the, the food stamp president. And then, you know, Obama, and you hear this all the time in politics. Obama then gets on the air and says, well, no, that actually started back in the uh, Republican administration before me. And it's like these guys always have contradicting statements and no one ever comes out with the real truth. Isn't there somebody who knows the real truth to all these issues where somebody says, well, I did this. No, you're a fact. I mean, it's all you hear in all the debates. Oh, you're actually, your facts aren't right. The truth is this, and the truth is this, and the truth is this. And no one ever comes out with the real truth. Is it just me? But that's the way I feel this whole political arena. Yeah. That's why I said I wish we could erase it and make it right again. You know, hey, honestly, you're a great guy. But if somebody wanted to flex... (laughs) <laughs> if somebody wanted to blast you uh, on on the news and make stuff up against you, all you could do is get up there and rebut it and say it's not true. It's not true. It's not true. But they, they already put the stigma out there, the thought of is it possibly true? And that's what I see happening now. I mean, I hate the fact that the Republicans are battling each other and they're making an issue of smear campaigns right now. You know, I, I I really wish that it would just narrow down to like a, a Gingrich or a Romney with the support of a Santorum behind one of the two candidates. And let's just stop burying ourselves and stop giving Obama ammunition. You know, Obama, did you see the State of the Union speech, guys? I, I, was, I was hoping we were going to bring that up, Chris, because I don't know if you saw this report or not, but Obama's State of the Union address was the third lowest scored ever on the Fleisch-Kincaid readability test. Wow. Basically, his entire speech was rated at an eighth grade reading level. <laughs> That's his voters. Every single, every single one of his speeches has rated that low <laughs> at the every state of the union. I this study from the I state of the this union. last show he told me I needed hooked on phonics. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. He probably has it like in big letters and stuff on his teleprompter. Uh, absolutely. He's always been known for being a mass teleprompter guy, and that's probably why they put it on there, so he can read the uh, small words. Guys, I mean, I, listen, I love the State of the Union speech. I, it, you know, it makes me proud to be an American when, when a guy comes out and goes, Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States. I think that's awesome. I don't care who comes out those doors. I just want the entire world to see we got our act together. We do this once a year. We'll address the State of the Union because that's how important we are, and we protect our president at all costs. I love that about America. But this guy comes down, and he comes down, and and he gets up there, and it's his same old rhetoric. And I'm like, where is the American people? Why is the news clinging on every word? And when he says something, they put the little insert underneath about exactly what he just said. I'm like, who is, why is the media drinking this Mm Kool-Aid? The guy never says what he's actually going to do. He says what he wants to do, and he never gives a blueprint to how it's going to be done. Ever. He gives promises, and tomorrow we're going to give everybody a million dollars, and we're going to do this. And he never says how. And I'm like, doesn't is there really logical people watching this that care about their country? Are they are they really buying this? And then you hang out, you you, you, you go into work the next day, and people talk about the city union and say, I don't know, it was a great speech. I just I love Obama. He he says the right things. What does that have to do with the right things actually being done? That that's what I don't get. And I get frustrated, but I listen. 
I, 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 I don't even know what to say anymore with this guy. He has to go. Well, listen, we got, we got, we got, do that. excuse me, we got Eric Driscoll here on the shop box. I want to get your opinion on this. He actually said something interesting. Eric Driscoll on our shop box says, money and presence gets Romney the win. Imagine, image is everything. How do you think Obama won? The man had limited experience versus practically everybody else, but had the money. Do you agree with that? I do agree with that. I, 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 we, we talked about this a couple of radio shows ago, how they should make the playing field level. Why should it be like a guy like, a, a great example, Rick Santorum. I mean, if you listen to Rick Santorum, he makes absolute sense. Is he a true conservative? If you go outside the pro-life stuff and everything like that, even on a moderate side, on moderate issues, he makes a lot of sense. I mean, he's a fiscal conservative guy, which we, we all need to be right now. I mean, you got people buying Escalades and, and BMWs, and they're not making their mortgage payments. It's, we're, we're just not a fiscal people. We live off of credit in this country. So you get a guy like him who says the right things. He has unbelievable uh, foreign policy. He's, he's incredible with foreign policy, but he has no pizzazz. And the worst part about it is Abe, he had to leave the state of Florida this morning. He can't afford to campaign throughout the state of Florida to come to get a 10% vote. Yeah. That's a shame. You understand they should start everybody over the same money. And look at this Obama. All he's doing is taking our tax money, flying around on Air Force One at 800000 a crack, and raising money to put more and more money towards his billion-dollar war chest that he's going to campaign against a guy like Romney on. So let me ask you the question then. Do you feel that Romney's money will help the GOP win more or Newt's ability to debate him on the points and topics and show how incredible he is to be president? What do you think is going to be more valuable? Because according to Eric, it's all about the money. Money in the image is going to win Romney the election because he's going to have the most money. He's right. It is all about the money. But what he's what he's missing out on is, regardless if it's Romney, Santorum, or Gingrich, they're going to have all the Republican money behind them. Understand? There's one there's one poll that Rasmussen keeps taking, which is the most incredible poll. Where Republicans, conservatives, and even most independents now will all stand behind anybody who goes up against Obama. Anybody. So that's the same amount of money. That's why Obama has to raise this kind of money, because whoever he goes up against is going to have the support of the RNC, who's going to put every single dollar behind him. The Ron Paul people, fans, the people who are helping him, are going to contribute to if it's Gingrich or if it's Romney. They're all going to contribute. So it, it, the reality is, is it's not just Romney's money. It's Romney's money right now to get himself to be the presidential nomination of the Republican Party. But once he gets upset, if he happens to get upset, then the same money that was supporting him will go behind whoever upset him to take on Obama. So it, 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 I'm not concerned with the money going against Obama. I'm concerned with, are we going to have the right presidential candidate to go against Obama? Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know that if it's Romney, there's a lot of soft issues that he, he flip-flopped on. There's a lot of, I mean, he voted for a lot when he was a, when he was a, 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 a um, independent. He voted for a lot of Democratic uh, 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 state governors and, and, and state congressmen. I mean, he, he supported a lot of them. So he really shows that he's in a moderate. And I don't necessarily perceive that as a bad thing. I, I you know, I think you've got to be a guy like Clinton, a guy that's willing to work with Republicans, even though you're the Democratic president. So Romney might be on the right path here. Listen, we can't be all one-sided. You've got to be willing to work, and that's how you get progress made. So, I, I mean, more and more I hear myself talk about it, more and more I like a guy like Romney.
I, 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 I truly, I'm, I'm baffled that well, as we're going right to get you narrowed down sooner or later. Well, listen, I know I want to hear more about <laughs> your vote for Santorum and Ron Paul. This is two weeks ago. <laughs> This has been another episode of The Fray with Christian Basso. Chris, thanks again. Have a great weekend, brother. Enjoy you yourself. Real quick, I, I want to ask, are you ever going to have Perdomo on? This yes, I was just week. with him last night. I, um, I, I, I got, I got I, talking to him on Wednesday. Yep. I took care of this. I'm all over it. Yes, we were oh, with him last sorry. night. Take Nick will be coming in. <laughs> I did. Let me tell you something, Abe. Nick is the, the true conservative. He is a lunatic, bro. He loves the Republican Party. You know, he. I believe he's like a city commissioner right now. Well, or city manager. No, he was. He, he uh, was, he, yeah. yeah. He's no longer. But just so you know, he's going to come in for the whole show. So he'll definitely be here uh, for your segment. So that'll be a great show. I promise you, when Nick comes in, I'll come in there with you. We'll, 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 <laughs> All right, my friend. Have a great All weekend. Right, you too, bud. Bye-bye. Right. Listen, folks, you're listening to Kiss My Ass Radio. Don't go anywhere. We got the uh, Meet Your Maker segment coming up with George Padron of the Padron family. Should be a great and interesting interview. First time on our shore. On our shore. On our shore. On our show. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's been on the shores before. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Smoking Stogies. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Attic Out. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next? How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet yeah, costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you about Drew Estate's highly sought-after Liga Pravada cigar that was originally created solely for the smoking pleasure of their own company's president. Exquisitely blended from seven different rare tobaccos from seven different farms, it is handcrafted by only the absolute best torcedores. No expense has been spared or shortcuts taken in its creation, and each cigar is guaranteed to be flawless in construction, flavor, and character. Rich, complex, full-bodied without being harsh, Liga Pravada can be best described in one word satisfying enjoy the delightful moments of life with spirit and emotion either for oneself or together with friends this is a genuine lifestyle it is david off's the good life uniting craftsmanship dedication and knowledge of tradition has been the key to the success of the david off brand david off when only the best will do smoke in is a proud david off appointed merchant and proudly offers a wide selection of the highly acclaimed david off white label cigars for your nearest smoke in location visit www.smokein.com. The Oliva family of cigars has over five generations of cigar and tobacco experience, and the Oliva family makes some of the finest and most affordable premium cigars. Oliva has something for everyone. Mild and creamy? Try the Connecticut Reserve line. Prefer something bold and rich? Then light up an Oliva Series V, one of the highest rated cigars in the world. Oliva cigars can be found at all smoking locations. So ask for Oliva. Unbeatable value, uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. 
You may know Zycar as a world leader in quality cigar accessories, but the HC Series cigars are also second to none. The HC Series cigars available in three different blends capture the spirit of Havana and the high ratings speak for themselves. These cigars are perfectly blended for that balance of rich, hearty flavor and tasty smoke. Look for Zycar's new limited edition, Salomon, available at Fine Tobacconist this fall. Smoking cigars are proud purveyors of all three blends of Zycar's HC Series cigars. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua, using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper. The cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Nestor Miranda cigars are available at all smoking locations. For over 75 years, one cigar has set the quality standard against which all others are measured and has become the world's most recognized and revered brand. Monte Cristo. Whether you prefer the subtle complexities of Monte Cristo Classic, the smooth elegance of Monte Cristo White, the rich, seductive flavor of Monte Cristo Platinum, or the dark and mysterious Monte Cristo Reserva Negra, you are savoring, quite simply, the best of the best. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Keeping Cuba's most coveted secrets for three generations, the legacy continues with San Latano. Signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich box press San Andreas wrapped Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his newest creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval, using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance like no other. Go out today and ask for your local tobacconist for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. I got one. You need one. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? You keep that in your purse with you at all times. Diamond liquor. What a great combination. <laughs> Only thing she always has with her. We got a clip for liquor and volume somewhere. I'm not trashy. Unless I drink too much. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's all about. Welcome back, folks. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. <laughs> Only two in there. I'm your host, Honest Abe, along with my man, the Hooch, and the lovely Lady M. Oh, yeah. Just trying to come down after those two pretty... Hot segment. Heated. Heated. Okay, so Abe's like sweating in here, and I'm I, going I'm out. Di- no, you guys don't understand. I'm dying. Sweating. <laughs> the sweat's rolling down my forehead, and I, I asked Lady Emma, will you please find the air? Turn the air on in this place. <laughs> she runs out there twice. I did. I put it down twice. to 70. And she got this thing down to 70. Meanwhile, you know, in the last break, I'm like, something's wrong. There's no air blowing this thing. Meanwhile, the whole rest of the studio is an icebox. <laughs> Poor Colin's sitting in a refrigerator <laughs> in the next room, and we're dying in here. It's like 90 degrees. I'm having a great time. I'm comfortable. Uh, You're not normal. I was touching the wrong thermostat. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, folks, before Never we go Never send our... a woman to do a man's job. Never. Paging <laughs> common sense. There you go. Listen, before we go to our Meet Your Maker segment, which I'm very excited to have George Padron on the show today, a um, little tidbit. 
Top five things that men wish women would wear more often. Now, that. men is in alpha males. <clears throat> Sorry. Alpha males. I'll throw that in as much as I can. Mm. Alpha males. Fighting right. the pleasure police. Yes, yeah. yes. Anyways, top five things that men wish women would wear more often. Let's start with number five. Any idea? Uh, yoga pants. I was going to say black oh, stretchy pants. You can't do this. You must have read this. I was gonna. I was gonna <laughs> do it as a news segment, but then we canceled no. the news segment. You can, I can guess. You can I'm guess. a woman. He's right. right. Yoga outfit. That's what I was gonna say. The black stretchy yeah. pants. Because what, what do I? What do I have on right which, now? Which, by the way, you wear them which all the time and very right now. well. Yes, you'll see low if, maintenance and they're <laughs> form fitting. Especially when you come in my office all the time, it's a terrible thing to do to me in the morning. And they tend to make guys think about things like flexibility. Mm-hmm. Yes. Next one, number four. Um, push-up bras. No. Nope. Sports jerseys. Ah. Obviously, you know, Are you're you most, one right now? you mostly attract no. guys who like no. sports. Yeah. Did you just ask her if she was wearing a push-up bra? Indirectly. On the air? She Really? She's looking more perky. You today. guys are idiots! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sports jerseys. Number three. Baseball caps. Cocktail dresses. Mm-hmm. If you're going for something formal, guys prefer cocktail dresses to an evening gown. Number two, which is a mild time favorite. Oh, yeah. Um, Heels. No, this is more of a look. The next two are more of a look. Mm -hmm. Number two is the librarian look. Oh, the glasses. It means a pencil skirt, blouse, heels, yeah. I don't know why. The librarian. The the Lisa Loeb glasses is the best way to describe it. The young school cheerleader outfit, too. Those two are like. Top. Ah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I get the librarian look. That's yeah. okay. I can handle that. Hair, hair, up for another hair up in a bun with the Lisa Loeb glasses With the on. pencil holding the bun oh. in, right? Yeah, I hear you. She can keep me and read to me anytime. And the number one is jeans and a tank top. It might sound boring, but they say it's just sexy enough, according to Red Book, and makes you look low maintenance. I agree. That being said, it is now time for my favorite part of the show. Me, your maker. On the show this week, we have the legendary George Padron from the legendary Padron family. George, good morning. Thank you for coming on Kiss My Ash Radio. All right, Abe. Thank you for having me, man. Are you Thank kidding? You. It's an honor. We're glad you were able to squeeze. I know you got a lot going on, and it's very busy, and we're glad you are able to squeeze some time to come on the show with us. So, right. be, being on the show first time, George, a lot to talk about. Um, All right. Let's go for it. Yep. I mean, first, where do we begin? I mean, you, you probably have the most dramatic and amazing family history. Your family's overcome tons of obstacles uh, during the life of Padron Cigars, from revolution, multiple bombings, factory burnings, Sandinistas, attempted kidnapping. You know, you'd almost think I was talking about a drug cartel, not a small family just wanted to manufacture cigars. You know, with everything you guys have been through, do you ever remember your father at one point beginning to say to himself, maybe we need to get out of this business? You know, um, Abe, it's funny because I, I talk about that a lot, um, you know, about how lucky we are that, uh, you know, we actually came into a very good situation here because my dad has done, he's done all the hard work, our job is to not screw it up, you know. <laughs> um, you know, but, you know, obviously, you know, my dad, I think that we all learned a lot of lessons from him you know, in the way that he looked at these uh, situations and how he just kept going forward. And basically, you know, he always says that if he does things the way he wants to do them and he does and what he feels he's doing is right, then nobody can stop him. And that's, um, you know, that's, that's basically the philosophy. He's never been afraid. Wow. I mean, it's, it's really amazing because, like, I mean, I think most people who, who follow you and know you know about your history. But for those who don't, really take the time because, I mean, you've had how many bombings? Well, we had um, probably about four bombings here in Miami, and uh, mm-hmm. we had the factory burned in Nicaragua. 
Um, you know, my dad was almost kidnapped in Honduras, uh, obviously, you know, leaving Cuba with all the situations over there. So, I mean, you know, it's not only the, um, you know, those types of disasters and those types of things that happened, but also all the other things with the embargo in Nicaragua having to start over from scratch, basically in 1990. Uh, you know, my dad's production in 1980 was almost six million cigars a year. When we started back up in Nicaragua in 1990, um, after, you know, of course we had that, the factory in Honduras, but the production went down to almost two million cigars. Wow, did it drop that much? I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, now we're back up to about six million that we did last year, and, you know, it's taken us, what, 22 years to to get back to the six million level, so. Is that how many cigars you're producing a year, roughly? Yeah, just about, just about six million. There's six million great cigars, let me tell you Mm -hmm. that, honestly. Um, But But it's been a slow growth, you know, slow growth back to this number. Like I said, it hasn't happened overnight. You know what, George? Nothing good happens overnight. I've come to learn. You know, it's all a lot of hard work. A lot of it's patience. People don't have the patience. I've had the honor and the privilege of of sitting in a room with you and your father and listening to his wisdom. The man definitely knew the the right course and and what he wanted. And and you're absolutely right. It's, It's great just to listen to him talk half the time. Well, that's the thing. It's not, you know, for him and for us, it's not always just about the financial gains. I mean, it's you have to know how to put things in perspective and and prioritize, you know, when you have a company. And obviously, you know, his, his decision was always, uh, you know, just imagine after having achieved a certain level of success, from, after starting with nothing, and then having it all torn down, and then having the patience and, the, you know, the determination to, to, to grow it again, but at a slow rate. Not wanting to just hit the home run again, you know, uh, overnight because of having to to start over again, you know. To me, it said a lot to me, especially during the years of the 1990s when everybody, the production levels increased, uh, you know, ten, twenty fold. You know, he never once even thought about that. You know, he was just listen. Let's just stay the course. We'll make as many cigars as we can, but nothing more than you know, without sacrificing quality. And that's why you and your family has received as many accolades, accolades as you have. I mean, it's really been amazing. Now, I imagine you worked and helped around the factory while you were growing up. You know, I've even seen your graduation pictures in your offices down in Miami. You know, did you know right away or feel as a child that your future was going to be in the family cigar business? And if not, when did that moment finally dawn upon you where you said, this is what I'm going to be doing? Well, when we were about 15 or 16 years old, that uh, maybe I shouldn't be saying this on the radio, but <laughs> all my friends were smoking cigarettes. I was trying to convince them to smoke cigars. Those are my first sales. Uh, that was my first sales. <laughs> Born a salesman. Yeah. Youth selling to youth. I don't think that's illegal. <laughs> but um, no, um, you know, I got my MBA uh, in 1992, and you know, I had already basically had in my mind the idea of wanting to come into the business. You know, my obviously I knew we had a good brand and. There was a lot of work to be done still. You know, there was a lot of work that could be done. And, uh, you know, I just basically said, well, I'll take a shot at it and we'll see what happens. You know, actually at that time, you know, the market wasn't, the cigar industry wasn't like it is today. Um, and, you know, I, I think I made the right decision. Oh, well, we're all glad you made a decision, <laughs> oh, too. Oh, yeah. So, absolutely. Um, and I really got to commend you on going to college and doing that and still, after all that, going into the family business. I mean, a lot of people, you know, that, that's another example of not taking the shortcut, you know, so that was, that was very commendable. Um, the Padron operation is run here in Little Havana is run completely by Padron family members. 
You know, how many family members do you have running your headquarters here in La Havana? Too many. <laughs> Too many. <laughs> Fortunately, we have a lot of a lot of uh, one chief and a lot of Indians. <laughs> you know, uh, we've got uh, basically. Let's see, we've got um, three, six, eight, just about ten family members out of twenty-five. I mean, that's amazing. Because when you want to tell everybody in the country that your operations are run here in the States is run by only 10 family members and you have no sales reps. Nope. Nobody goes around the country selling your products and you sell every stick you make. That's got to be the most amazing structure of any cigar company I've ever seen in my life. It truly is the Padron family of cigars. <laughs> Without a doubt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we don't, we don't have, uh, you know, most of the people that work here are, are people that have been working with us for many, many years. Basically, you know how it is. We do all the packaging here, yeah. uh, but it, we you know we run a very lean operation in terms of uh, you know the distribution. The, you know, I'm telling you, I mean, it's it's actually amazing when when I you know look at other companies and I see you know they they sell a lot of cigars, but they've got a tremendous amount of people working in these warehouses. And I look at what we do with such a short <laughs> limited amount of people, but we do it. I mean, look, we're working today, Saturday. We got. You know, we got five family members in here today, you know? And that's um, something I always say about your family, because I go to Miami from time to time. I mean, I don't go down as much now as I used to. But, you know, when you go down there, it's very typical, hard to find, mm-hmm. you know, the proprietor, the owner's there. And you could walk in there almost any time, and you'll, unless you're traveling or in Nicaragua, there's, Orly's going to be there, you're going to be there. And I, I, I've seen Orly sitting there shrink-wrapping boxes, getting them out. You know what I mean? Well, Whatever it takes, listen, you guys we, are we always working to, it. That's, that's one of the things that we've been taught, and that's that you basically got to do whatever you got to do. Yep. You know, if it means you got to answer the phone, you answer the phone. If it means you got to sweep the floor, you got to sweep the floor. And that's, you know, that's basically the, you know, you, my dad has always led by example. And, uh, you know, people respect him, and they work hard for him because they see the work that he puts in, you know. So, you know, obviously now at 85, he's not sweeping the floor. But uh, <laughs> he sits back in his captain's chair there and gives orders, and he loves it. So uh, He's paid his dues. Well, listen, listeners, we got George Padrone from the Padrone family here on Kiss My Ash Radio. Don't go anywhere, George. We're going to take a little break. going to come back. i got a few more questions. And you are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. To me it makes a lot of Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Hour two, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. Got your cough, by the way? Oh, yeah. I, I got it in right before he hit the button and put yeah. the mics on, so we're good. Had to clear the throat. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to our lawyer listeners, libertarians, and lovers of the leaf. Uh, don't go anywhere. Still to come, we have our $50 weekly uh, giveaway from Monte Cristo Cigars uh, coming up. Uh, but first, we want to get back to what we're really enjoying. It's uh, George Padron from the Padron family for our Meet Your Maker segment. George, once again, thank you for being on Kiss My Ash Radio. All right, Abe. So listen, this is the question I had ready for you, because this is something that I probably should have asked you years ago, and it seems like I've, I think I've asked almost every manufacturer, but you're the guy I really should be asking. Without a doubt, your family's achieved international fame and notoriety for producing what many consider to be the best cigars in the world. 
One of the factors that I believe that contributed mostly to the success is the consistency and truly unique flavor your cigars had. I've said many a times that you could give me a Padron cigar, I don't care if it's box-pressed or not, no label, and it could be the only cigar that if I'm smoking, especially the Anniversary Series, I could tell you it's that cigar. Now, I like a lot of cigars, but I may not be able to differentiate them without a label, but your cigar, without a doubt, that taste is always going to be a Padron taste. And no one else, in my opinion, seemed to be able to replicate that outstanding uniqueness of flavor. What's the deal? Is it the tobacco? Is it the super secret curing process? I mean, I find that to be so amazing. Placing it with LCD, LSD? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I mean, there's a lot of... That's a that's a question I get asked often, you know, about um, you know about our cigars, about the consistency, the quality. Um, you know, there's really not one answer to that question. I mean, there's a lot of different things that make up, you know, a cigar components. You know, fertilization. Uh, you know, how the tobacco is harvested, when uh, the fermentation. But you know, so there's not really one specific thing that will determine that the answer to that question. There's a lot of little things, a lot of attention to detail. Um, but more than anything, it's the it's the people that we have working in our company, who have been working with us for many many years. Uh, you know, as you, I don't think you've ever visited our factory in Nicaragua, but um, if you ever get a chance to go out there, you'll see what I mean. Most of the people that work with us stay with us, and uh, I think that everybody is on the on board in terms of our philosophy. You know how we do things. You know when you have we have almost four hundred and four hundred and fifty employees. Um, just full-time employees, and then during the harvest, it goes up to almost a thousand, thousand three hundred. Wow. So you know, it's it's very important that when you have a business like ours that is so hands-on and so uh, labor-intensive, that everybody be on the same page. And you know, there's a lot of things that go into play, especially when you're talking about fermentation, which mm-hmm. is the most critical part of of tobacco of making cigars. If you don't have good fermentation. You don't, uh, and the appropriate fermentation, you, you, there's no way you can make great cigars. But I think, you know, to answer, you know, the secret is a lot of things. You've got to have good tobacco. You've got to have it properly fermented. And you've got to take your time. You've got to be patient with it. Well, whatever you're doing, George, make sure you and your family keep doing it for a long time because uh, we love your cigars. That's not going to change. I can guarantee you that. Good. So now, speaking of cigars, let's talk cigars. I'm sure what a lot of people are waiting to hear. Uh, congratulations on your latest official release, the Padron 85. Uh, the cigars have done phenomenally in our shops. Oh. and uh, we're, I'm, I'm shocked we were able to keep them in as much as we are. I, I, I mean, well, it's because they've been courteous enough to send this play. Exactly. They've been flying out the stores. Yeah. Um, and the cigar was made to commemorate your father's 85th birthday. Now, recently we heard you officially announced the release of another great cigar commemorating your uh, father. And uh, that's the Padron Anniversary Patriarch. You want to give our listeners a little scoop about the Padron Patriarch? Well, um, you know, the Patriarch is a cigar that's going to come out uh, probably, and I'd say about uh, three to four months. Um, you know, we've, we're starting product. Well, we've already made some cigars. It's a 60 ring by six inches. It's going to be part of the anniversary line. Um, you know, it's basically a cigar. You know, we've been looking at the at the trends in the cigar business and what, you know, we've always tried to introduce, you know, as you know, we're not really crazy about introducing a lot of new things <laughs> all no. the time. Mm-hmm. We take our time with those types of things. But, um, you know, in this particular case, we've always felt that we need to 
uh, understand the market. We need to know uh, what people want. And one of the things that we've noticed and that has been happening for quite some time is the, the increase in demand for the bigger ring-gauge cigars. Um, you know, just with, when we launched our 7,000, which is part of the Padron series, I've seen the growth in that cigar uh, almost uh, double the growth as compared to the other cigars that we make. And that is because of the size. So we figured that, I mean, you know, in the, in the both the anniversary and in the 1926 series, we don't have any cigars over 56 ring gauge. So, you know, the idea now is to introduce something in the 60 for the anniversary, and then down the line we're going to do something in the 26 as well. Wow. Well, it's a, it's a lot of solid tobacco in an anniversary cigar. <laughs> it's going to be big. Yeah, it, I mean, I think most people, I mean, it's going to have the same qualities as Padron cigars have. Um, you know, I think it, it's going to be similar in flavor profile to, to the anniversaries. Obviously, you know, within the anniversary line, although they all have the same tobacco and age the same amount of time, the the taste does vary somewhat between one size and the other. So, you know, I think that this cigar will offer uh, its own unique flavor profile. Interesting. Well, good. Can't wait to until uh, they hit the streets. Now, back in 2000, you released uh, Millennium Humidor, and then you followed yes. in 2004 with the release, release of the 40th Anniversary Humidor. And I, I tell you what, and it's almost hard to believe, but do you remember the special tribute event that we had for your father and your family in West Palm Beach? Yes, of course. That was eight years ago. Eight years flies. Ago. I think that was the, one of the first big major events you ever did in Florida. I mean, you guys packed up the van, drove everybody down from the factory. It was a great night. We had probably over 500, 600 people there. But yeah, um, that I was eight. I, spent, I think I spent like 400 bucks that night. Yeah. I mean, and that was, <laughs> that was before you were working for exactly. us. Exactly. You had to pay full price. <laughs> exactly. But, um, yeah, it was eight years ago. Can you believe that? So two years from now will be the company's 50th anniversary. Because yeah. I'm sure you're going to make a cigar commemorating the occasion. Is there any grandiose plans for Padron's 50th anniversary? There's a lot of, you know, we're still two years away. We're, we've been already sitting down to, to having discussions as to what, you know. We've got a lot of good ideas. Um, you know, uh, we're, it's obviously going to be a very special moment for us. It's going to be a great moment for my father. Um, you know, we're going to do it right. We're going to take our time. We're going to be patient with it. And we're going to be very thorough in what we do and how we do it. And, well. There'll be there'll, there'll certainly be a, a cigar to commemorate the the event, and um, there'll be other things too. A lot of little surprises that we have in store. Well, I want to reserve my spot. We're going to do something at the Smoke Inn that year. So, uh, I'm yeah, not, I think I'm, it's going to be a busy year that year. <laughs> <laughs> but we did the fortieth. It's only right we got to squeeze one in somewhere for the fiftieth. At least you don't have to drive far. Absolutely. Um, well, listen, we're looking forward to it. I can't wait to celebrate it. And, and as you know, when we do events like this, George, it's right around the corner. It comes faster than anybody can expect. Um, in August of 2010, you released a limited-run cigar under the Jose El Piedra name. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the first time we ever saw that brand outside of Cuba, first time we saw any other name that Padron was selling. What was the story, and are there any plans on releasing this as a line in the upcoming future? Yeah, Jose Opieta is a brand that we own. Um, you know, up to now we've been uh, reserving it. We we release it in small amounts every year just to to move, you know to get it out there. Um, you know, we're we've got some ideas. We've got some things that we're working on that we want to do. Uh, you know, obviously, you, uh, I, I mentioned to you earlier that you know uh, 
company has grown over the last 22 years has been a very slow process. Um, you know, we've focused all our energy on Padron, but we do have this ace in our sleeve there, which is the Jose Albiera, and I think that down the road there's going to be, you know, some more introductions of, of cigars with that uh, brand. Um, you know, but it's still a work in progress, and I, you know, I, hopefully in the next couple of years there'll be some new releases from that line. Right. Interesting. Uh, I got a clip here from uh, GOP uh, hopeful Ron Paul. I want you to listen to, see what your feeling is about this. I was drafted in 1962 at the height of the Cold War when the missiles were in Cuba. And the Cold War is over. And I think we propped up Castro for 40-some years because we put on these sanctions. And this only used us as a scapegoat. He could always say, anything wrong is the United States' fault. But I think it's time, time to quit this isolation business of not talking to people. We talked to the Soviets. We talked to the Chinese. I, I think we're living in the dark ages when we can't even talk to the Cuban people. I think it's not 1962 anymore, and we don't have to use force and intimidation and overthrow of a, in governments. I, I just don't think that's going to work. So, especially with your heritage and your background, how do you feel about that statement? Well, I mean, I, I you know, I, I agree with some things. Um, not, not certainly not. A, I mean, with a few things that he said, I do believe it's important to have dialogue. Uh, there's no question. I think it's important to talk. Having said that, though, we cannot ignore what has happened in the history. You know, history is there for a reason, and it's important to study it. Um, you know, over time, the, uh, that government has shown that they are not um, people that are willing to... Um, they basically have two, two, two faces. And if you talk to people in Cuba, you will see that um, people in Cuba live... A, uh, uh, like with my what we say is docadas, one is the public persona and another one is the private persona. People two faces. Are unhappy. Two faces. Two faces. Yeah. Two faces. Yes. People are unhappy there. Uh, you know, they, the, the food is scarce. There's a lot of different things. You know, I think it's important that if we're going to talk about dialogue with Cuba, that there has to be internal changes, big changes, that have to show that they're willing to make compromises to their own philosophies, which up to now have obviously not worked. Um, but, you know, I think it's important to start somewhere. And, uh, you know, my father obviously was a pioneer in that, and he, he, he got burned by, you know, at the stake almost for it. Yes, he did. Uh, because he believed in dialogue. Obviously, my dad is the furthest thing from anyone who believes in, in, that, in that political ideology. If not, he would, he would have stayed in Cuba. He left for a reason. But, uh, you know, it's important to talk. I mean, you know, enemies and people that don't like each other, the only way to get through things is to talk a little bit and see how, you know, find some common ground and find somewhere where you can start making some changes, even if they're little by little. But I wouldn't say to just go in there and open it up. I mean, I think there have to be some big, big changes from their part before anything happens. Well, I agree with you on that. And, and am I correct in saying that there are some of your family members that are still there who are growing tobacco still in Cuba? Yes, yes, yes. We still have family members in Cuba. Wow. Um, you know, we still, you know, I had tobacco in my blood from both sides of my family, from my father and my mother. Wow. Uh, on my father's side, um, they, he was born in a town called Puerta de Golpe in um, Pinal de Rio, and uh, they had a farm uh, uh, where they grew a lot of tobacco. And on my mother's side, they also had farms in a town called Ovas, also in Pinal de Rio. And they grew mostly for filler, but great filler. And my grandfather had um, almost 14 farms in Cuba. 
um, you know, thousands of acres of tobacco that he used to cultivate, which now is reduced to nothing. Um, on my father's side, uh, it was less acreage in terms of the growing, but we still maintain, or they still maintain, a, you know, a very small part of what they had. So. Wow. Well, listen, we got George Padrone here uh, for all our listeners out there. Before we let you go, George, I, I want to ask you a question I'd like to ask everybody who takes the time to come on the show. Um, if for any reason you could choose to do anything other than being in the cigar industry and you had your choice of doing anything, what would it be? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> it, you know, we've I had have... some very interesting answers, I tell you. You know, let me tell you something that um, I really, when I when I had the opportunity to to choose a path, I decided from day one this is what I wanted to do. Uh, you know, I've always told my kids, I say, you know what, you got to do what makes you happy. Um, I, I find it hard to believe that there would be other industries like this one, where I can be in a farm in Nicaragua talking to a farmer last Friday, and yesterday being in New York talking to uh, customers on 5th Avenue and 42nd Street. The, you know, so the dynamics of this industry, I, to be honest with you, I just I have no idea what I would be doing. You've I tell never... my wife all the time, I go, <laughs> I don't know what I would be doing if I didn't. I mean, because you know, for people like us, like my father, who people, we need to be moving constantly. Right. Are I you... can't imagine you know, any, type of, any other type of work besides this. You've you know? never thought of anything that you might enjoy doing? You know, like if life was different, like I could have done that, and I could have, you know, it's never come across your mind. It really, to be honest with you, Abe, you know how in, entrenched I am in what I do here? Yes. Um, you know, I, it would have to be something where I would have to be dealing with people. Um, you know, I don't, you know, I, I just don't know. I, I have no idea what wow. I would be doing. Um, Sounds like you know, professional I like race what car I driver. <laughs> professional race car driver. <laughs> you know, it's, uh... You know, we, we, we're, we're sort of, you know, my whole life I've been doing this. You know what I mean? And it's amazing how things have changed from when I was a kid to where we are today uh, in this industry. You know, this industry is not what it used to be. This industry now is an industry that is, you know, diverse. You've got a lot of different types of retailers. You've got new, new blood that has come in. It's become very fast. Yeah, it's changing. Things have changed drastically. Look at you, Abe. Where were you 15 years ago? Fifteen years yeah. ago, where it was one little nine hundred square foot store with there you go. most customers buying the same box of cigars for five years straight. Right. So yeah. you know when you look at that, you say, but you know, I, I to be honest with you, uh, I, I I probably would have been doing something in the PR world, you know, something out there, you know, where I, ha- I would have to be dealing with people um, on a day to day basis, uh, you know, something that I would have to be moving around, <laughs> not stationary in one place because. You know, I get bored easily. You know, so I have to. I have always have to have challenge. You know, something to worry about. Like my dad says, he goes, he loves problems. Problems are what motivate him. <laughs> so you know, that's. Uh, I think that's that's a philosophy that when I used to hear him say that years ago, I I I always thought to myself, man, he's crazy. But you know, now that I look at it, I say, you know why he's 85 and he's so clear because every single day he wakes up thinking about what he's going to do today and what he can do to make this company better. Wow. Well, listen, George, I, I really want to thank you and uh, for taking the time coming on our show. And please send our regards to your father, Orly, and all the fine uh, folks down there at the factory. And um, hopefully, uh, w- are we going to see you next month at the Great Smoke? 
Yes, I'm going to try and be there. Good. Yeah. Right. You know how it is. With us, if it's not me, it'll be my brother, but you'll have plenty of Padron representation <laughs> at, at the event. Well, I know most of your family likes coming because they, they really like the I mean, I tell you what, most people don't know this, but I've seen them. Padrones like the party. Uh, I remember the smoke, the SI-15. Padrones like the party. They enjoy, they have a good time. They will get up and dance, and they will drink. So I know most of you guys love coming to the Great Smoke every year. So uh, hopefully we'll catch you, George. Uh, Have a great weekend, my friend, and thanks for coming on Kiss My Ass Radio. All righty. Thank you. Take care. Uh, Don't go anywhere, folks. We got Dan uh, from uh, Dan Reeves. Back again and on from CigarExplorer.com, a blogger to review a cigar this week. And also... We got a $50 gift card waiting to be given away to somebody very special. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on CB Radio. Get ready for the biggest Super Bowl commercial ever. Super Bowl Sunday will tell you exactly what to buy and why. It's the most anticipated event in advertising history. Get your wallets ready, because you're about to find out exactly what you need to purchase. This commercial for a commercial was paid for by people who make commercials. And now, back to the commercials. Drop it like it's hot. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Want to add some big-time pleasure to your life, the guilt-free kind? Then light up a Vega Fina cigar. Vega Fina is a great cigar and a great value to boot. Highlighted by a select Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper, it delivers a smooth, mild-to-medium-bodied, top-quality smoke. With Vega Fina, you get a lot of enjoyment for less. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Honest Abe here, and today's cigar consumer always seems to be asking me, what's the latest new cigar? Regretfully, many times what is new is not what is best. Sometimes you got to go old school when you want a great smoke. Hoy de Nicaragua Antonio 1970 is just such a cigar. It is the original Nicaraguan Puro and been handcrafted at the very same factory for over four decades and is always a delicious, strong-as-ball smoking experience. There's a reason why Hoya de Nicaragua has been a favorite for 40-plus years. It's Viva Delicioso, baby. CAO cigars are innovative. CAO cigars are cutting edge. CAO cigars are just simply cooler than the competition. From the original classics, CAO Gold and Maduro, to the unique Brasilia and Italia, to the critically acclaimed La Traviata, and the highly anticipated new CAO Osa Soul collection, there's a CAO cigar for everyone. See for yourself why CAO Cigar has 12 lines, scoring 90 points or higher in Cigar Aficionado. Whether it's a special occasion or just another day, there's a CAO Cigar that's waiting to be a part of the moment. Time for a cigar? Go for a CAO. Surgeon General's warning cigars not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912. Artistically combining old world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos. Making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series. The Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente's Fuente. Experience the mystery of Gurkha, one of the world's greatest cigar brands. Discover a century of tradition with each uniquely handcrafted cigar made from a variety of the finest tobaccos. When only the best will do, for those with a distinguished palate, indulge in a highly acclaimed Gurkha Grand Reserve. Evil, Assassin, Ninja, and the three new retailer-exclusive brands, Cellar Reserve, Royal Challenge, and Seduction. Gurkha cigars are now available at fine tobacconists everywhere and all smoke-in locations. Join the Gurkha tribe today. 
EO Brands features cigars that have been rated in the 90s and in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25. Whether you're smoking a 601 series, the Dark Rich Murcielago, or the Spicy Punch of the Cubao series, you experience a rush of bold and hearty smoke reminiscent of Old Havana. Looking to push the envelope and try the new 601 La Bamba. The 601 La Bamba is the fullest body cigar to hit the market and will surely be a flavor bomb in your mouth. All fine EO brand cigars can be found at your nearest fine tobacconist and all smoke-in locations. In the Dominican Republic, few names draw on a history or heritage as rich as Guillermo Leon. Guillermo Leon is a brand with roots running back to the founding of the La Aurora brand in 1903 by Eduardo Leon Jimenez. For over 100 years, the La Aurora company has grown the tobacco used in all of their fine cigars and owned the factories producing every stick. This complete vertical control of production and quality has resulted in the outstanding Guillermo Leon Signature Series cigars, awarded a 93 rating by Cigar Aficionado magazine. Experience a little bit of rich Dominican history. Enjoy a Guillermo Leon signature today. The godfather of boutique cigars is back. Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the creator of La Gloria Cubana, Siri R, and El Rico Habano, recently joined forces with his children to create E.P. Carrillo brand. In just the first year of E.P. Carrillo, received a 94 rating in Cigar Aficionado and number 8 Cigar of the Year, and Rob reports Best of the Best Honor. Although E.P. Carrillo is made with the finest tobaccos in the world, Ernesto has not wavered on his family's commitment for affordable prices. With prices starting at $4.50 for the 91 New Wave Connecticut, you can't afford not to try E.P. Carrillo. Pick up an E.P. Carrillo at your nearest smoking location. Old world Cuban tradition and heritage can be felt in every cigar from Pete Johnson's Havana Cellars. Whether you're smoking a Tatuaje, La Riqueza, Cabaguan, Ambos Mundos, or El Triunfador, Fausto, or La Casita, you will always experience a unique smoking sensation that will take you back in time. Chosen as Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 and with multiple ratings above 90, see for yourself why everyone is raving about the fine cigars from Pete Johnson and Havana Cellars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Log on to KissMyAshRadio.com any day during the week, and you can play back the podcast if you missed it. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. We definitely need to go back to the, back to the Foo Fighters. Some of this Rolling Stones. Can we play some um, Jimmy Buffett? I'm going to the concert tonight. Is that where you're going tonight, Jimmy? Yeah. Ooh. Welcome back. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on CV Radio. I'm your host, Honest Abe, along with my gang, the Hooch, and the lovely lady M. I don't want to go on a tear here, but I've often said the Rolling Stones are the most overrated band in the history of music. Really? Absolutely. Dude, one of the best live shows I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, agreed. Are you, I mean, really? Absolutely. Paging common sense. Thank you very much, Colin. It's just what I'm saying. But, you know, you are undoubtedly the most abnormal person anybody's ever known. Of course. You're like the missing link. I actually call you the missing link. Yeah. There's like Neanderthal, Cro-Magnon, Adam, Humanity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like that lady? Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's hot this week? We have a Smoking Hot Weekly deal, folks. As always, visit us at www.smokein.com and click on our Hot Weekly deal. It's only good for one week only from noon to noon and while supplies last. This week gets you a 12 
premium cigar sampler. We call this one the deep fried sampler. Yes, indeed. A recent release study by the British Medical Journal maintains that a diet high in fried foods does not increase one's risk for heart disease. Good news for everybody. The catch, the study was conducted in Spain, where the fry oil of choice is usually olive oil or sunflower oil. Still, I'm ecstatic, and in celebration, we have this 12-cigar sampler made of Romeo and Julieta Vintage, Rocky Patel, Boxer Robusto, J. Fuego, Triple Sevens, and Hoyo de Nicaragua, Dark Corojos. All these cigars for $29.95, MSRP $95. It's less than $250 a stick, folks. Jump on board. Visit www.smokein.com. And now for the sports. This is a presentation of Kiss My Ash Radio Sports. I'm Jimmy Jam DeBabna, and this is Around the World of Sports on Kiss My Ash Radio. A most pleasant good morning. Super Bowl 46 can be called Super Bowl Deja Vu as the New England Patriots and New York Giants lock horns once again, just like they did four years ago in Super Bowl 42. That Super Bowl saw a wild card and 10-point underdog Giants team stun the world and upset the then undefeated Patriots in Glendale, Arizona. Super Bowl 46 will take place a week from tomorrow indoors at Lucas Oil Field in Indianapolis. For the Patriots, it's perhaps Bill Belichick and Tom Brady's last hurrah at a fourth Lombardi trophy as they try to solidify themselves as one of the NFL's greatest dynasties. For the Giants, Super Bowl 46 is the showcase in which quarterback Eli Manning and coach Tom Coughlin get the respect and recognition for being among the very best in their sport. For Eli, it's an opportunity to pick up one more ring than his brother Peyton in the house Peyton built. New England is a two and a half point favorite over the Giants and we'll have extended coverage and a prediction for you next week right here on Kiss My Ash Radio. In other NFL news, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have filled their head coaching vacancy by hiring Rutgers University head coach Greg Schiano. Schiano, who had spurned college offers from Michigan and Miami over the years, has only three years of NFL assistant coaching experience. More news from the NFL coaching carousel. The Indianapolis Colts have hired former defensive coordinator Chuck Pagano as their new head coach to take over for the disposed Jim Caldwell after Caldwell and the Colts went 2-14 this year. The million-dollar question for Pagano in Indy is Peyton Manning. Does he stay or does he go? To the NBA hardcourt where the Boston Celtics' big three have become the old three. Aging superstars Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, and Kevin Garnett have struggled putting the ball in the basket. The sub-500 Celtics are averaging less than 90 points per game and are one of the worst rebounding teams in pro basketball. Derrick Rose and the Chicago Bulls remain the top dog in the Eastern Conference as they are outscoring opponents by over 10 points per game and have lost only once at the United Center. In what could be a preview of the Eastern Conference Finals, the Bulls will take their show to South Beach on Sunday for a showdown with LeBron James in the Miami Heat. The Heat continue to play well despite the loss of Dwayne Wade, much of that having to do with an MVP stat line from LeBron. 29 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists, and 2 steals per game for the 8th year veteran. Bulls and Heat tip off on Sunday at 3.30 Eastern Time on ABC. 
The best in the West is still the Oklahoma City Thunder. Going into last night's matchup with Golden State, the Kevin Durant-led Thunder had won 10 of their last 11 games. Seeing the wave of the future, the Thunder management gave point guard Russell Westbrook a five-year contract extension worth $80 million. Westbrook ranked among the top 15 in the NBA in points, assists, and steals last season, and he's ninth in the league this season in scoring with 20.6 points per game. In baseball news, Milwaukee Brewer slugger Cecil Fielder will take his skill set and Husky frame east to Detroit, where the Tigers will pay him $216 million over the next nine years. The deal, which is the fourth largest in MLB history, allows Fielder to play for the same team his father played for less than two decades ago. In sports news and notes, for the eighth time in their past 10 Grand Slam matchups, Rafael Nadal has defeated Roger Federer in the semis of the Australian Open. The championship finals take place tomorrow in Sydney. The Kentucky Wildcats are your new number one team in college basketball. Missouri, Syracuse, Ohio State, and Kansas round out the top five. And finally, if you thought cereal prices were going up, listen to this. According to TicketIQ.com, the current average price for a Super Bowl ticket is nearly $4,000. That's a 72% increase from the 2010 Super Bowl in Miami. The average executive suite at Lucas Oil Field is going for just under $600,000. And you got to wonder if beer nuts come with that. And that is a look at sports. I'm Jimmy Jam DeBabna for the Kiss My Ash Radio Network. <laughs> I would pay four thousand if the Eagles were in the Super Bowl. Four thousand, yeah, yeah. I want you pay four thousand. Yeah, that's in now. We'll get your beer nuts with that. Jimmy oh. Jams for sports. Thanks again, Jimmy Jams out I of Chicago. Made a really dirty joke, but I'm not going to no. there. <laughs> it's time for the bloggers' corner. We have Dan Reeves from CigarExplorer.com. Welcome back to the show, Dan. Welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Hey, thanks for having me, Abe. How you guys doing today? Good morning. Hey, Dan. What's going on? We're a lot more calmer this half of the show than we were the first half of the show. Let's put it that way. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Dan, good, man. for our listeners, give them a little shout. Tell them about CigarExplorer.com. Uh, CigarExplorer.com is now in its second year. My partner, Mari, and I, we uh, we had a little bit of a slow time over the winter because it's cold in Ohio and it's hard to get in a lot of smokes. But uh, we're really starting to ramp it up, basically starting this month. You'll see a lot more from us. All right, cool. Which All part right. of Ohio are you in? The cold I'm in part. Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, okay. Oh, boo. The cold Columbus. part. Columbus. There's a lot of cold parts. How right do we now. have people from Columbus on? Oh, no I'm offense, Eric. Columbus, man. Go blue. That's all I got to oh, say. He's one of those. Now, Dan, uh, you know, obviously you got CigarExplorer.com. Are you still uh, running your other sites? Um, the yeah, I, I still run Crooked my Burn. other site. I still run Crooked Burn. It's the... Uh, not my main focus, but I put most of my reviews on there. It doesn't get all the content that Cigar Explorer does, but it does get basically just the stuff I do, not anything else. All right, great. Well, listen, what cigar are you going to be reviewing for our listeners today? Uh, today we're going to do something that I can't put down. I keep smoking a ton of, which is the Illusione Epernay Lotero. Ooh, very good mm-hmm. cigar. Rated mm-hmm. number three. Number three, Cigar Aficionado's Top 25. Yeah, they have it number three. I had it number two in my... Uh, top five, so they almost got it right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us what you thought, but tell us how your cigar burned. Tell us how it smoked. This thing is fantastic from the start. It's a five and a half by 56 box press, all Nicaraguan. Comes from Dion from Illusione. It's a 
As soon as you light it up, you get a lot of warm sweetness, some honey flavors. Balances out perfectly with some peppery spice. And as you burn through it, it just stays balanced. I think that's the number one word for this cigar. It's the absolute great finish, great start, creamy smoke texture. It's wonderful. Definitely a box purchase for you. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to say to your listeners, I know since it was the number two or number three, I'm sorry, <laughs> cigar from Cigar Aficionado in that size, but I want to say the other two new sizes that just came out, in my opinion, they're just as good. So if you can't find the Lettero, the La Vie, or the Lapanese, I'd say pick those up. All, all inbox press from Empanese. So since we're talking about your number two cigar, Eric, what was the number one cigar? Dan, so, what was the number one for cigar for you? My number one was the one I talked about with you guys last time, which was the Tatuaje 2009 release. Ah, yes. The Verte 09, yes, that is correct. And Pete will be very happy to hear that because I know for a fact he's listening to the show right now, Pete. So there you go. (laughs) As we say, there's only one cigar last year that I liked more than the Seppernay, and that'd be that one. So, uh, you know, they're both right up there, so. At least we know you got your rankings right and got your one and two lined up correctly there. <laughs> so, Dan, listen. I had two from you guys in my top five, too. Yes, right? we did. Thank Drone. you very much. You had the uh, El Ijo and the SI-15. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Which sounds a lot like the one that George was talking about in your earlier segment. You know, he didn't mention it, so I wasn't going to bring it up, but it was like we almost did a nice little test market for him. Yeah. You yeah. Know, that's what it was. We released the SI-15. It went out well. He actually said, you know, listen, we're Think about re-releasing it. I said no problem because I wanted to get more of it anyway. So if you weren't going to make it just for me, make it for everybody. Yeah, I've still got one of the two packs from your uh, party last year. I think we got a couple of those still day. stashed or hidden or no. I don't even have any left. Well, good for you. Hold on to that two pack. That's the <laughs> last in the world. Hey uh, Dan, what do you got coming up? Reviewing anything our listeners could uh, look forward to? Anything uh, on the works? Actually, yeah, and it's not so much just cigar reviews. It's going to be some trip reviews. Mario and I are heading to Pro Cigar this year. That's the first for us. Very cool. Yes, I heard because of that you're going to be missing the great smoke this year. Yeah, I'll be one day off from you guys, unfortunately. (laughs) No problem. (laughs) Really bums me out. So we'll be doing that, and I'll be doing full coverage from down there. Mario will be shooting lots of video that he's known for. And then uh, in March, I've got a trip with some friends down to Nicaragua, so we'll have a – I'm sure that'll be a fantastic time, and I'll get some info from that too. And then in May, I'm going back to the uh, Drew Estate Cigar Safari. Oh, very cool. A lot of trip coverage coming up. Good trip there. Oh, the boys sorry. down at uh, DE really know how to host a, a nice time, so good for you. Yeah, we, we did it last year, and we actually went over, and uh, George took us, George Padron took us through his facility, too, and that was, was wonderful. Great. Well, listen, any of our listeners out there who want to hear more great stuff and reviews or hear about his interesting trips, you can get more from Dan Reeves at www.cigarexplorer.com. Thank you very much for coming on the show again, Dano. Hopefully we'll be in touch Thanks, with you soon. Sir. Yeah, anytime. Just give me a call. Be good. All right. Uh, big congratulations to Chris from Mississippi. Was our Zycar winner? Gets that lovely XI cutter. Yep. Heard the news. And before we go to break, we're going to give you a chance to win fifty bucks, courtesy of Monte Cristo. Sure thing. Here we go, Lady M. You Every got something? Show. Yeah, I know. Um, what you got? Please do call in and tell me what the um, what film the following scene is from. What? You know that kid or something? hope his pants get caught and a bloodbath ensues. What is with you today? Don't get me wrong, I don't wish the kid harm, but his mother should suffer that horrific ordeal so she'll learn how to manage her child. Sort of a harsh lesson, don't you think? Man, there's not a year goes by, not a year, that I don't read about some escalator accident involving some bastard kid that could have been easily avoided had some parent, I don't care which one, but some parent conditioned him to fear and respect that escalator. 
And there you have it. Oh my God. Adam just mouthed the whole entire You can tell who picked up clip. the scene. Oh, my God. <laughs> Apparently, it's his favorite. It's one of my favorite movies ever. Be the first to call 877-960-9960, and you will win a $50 gift card courtesy of Monte Cristo. Don't go anywhere, folks. More to come. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on CV Radio. Here at Walmart, we're getting rid of our elderly overnight door greeters. At Walmart, the retail leader, there's something that you should know. If you are a blue-haired greeter, then pick up your cane and go. We've grown tired of senior vagrants, old employees, who fill our entries with the fragrance of aspirin and pee. At Walmart, we're sick and tired of grandmothers by the score. We're happy to say you're fired. Now wheel yourself out the door. Get your old wrinkly butt out the place and put out a happy face. Walmart! This is so hot. Kiss My Ash Radio. On Seaview Radio. Say, did I ever tell you that you have a great ash? I'll take that as a compliment. Mmm, it's so nice and firm. Yep, I enjoy showing off my ash. How can I get a terrific ash like yours? Well, it takes just a little practice and an H. Upman 1844 reserve. A long white ash has been the hallmark of H. Upman cigars since 1844. And a long white ash is what separates the new H. Upman 1844 reserve from the pack. Take the H. Upman Ash Challenge. Pick up a couple of H. Upman 1844 reserves and check out its great ash for yourself. So now that we're both smoking H. Upman 1844 reserves, we can compare ashes. My ash is bigger. Yeah, but my ash is prettier. Now who's showing off? H. Upman 1844 reserve. It's one extraordinary cigar. The proof is in the ash. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you, there are hundreds of brands of cigars on smoking shelves, but undeniably there's only one premium handcrafted stick that's 100% different than any other. True Estate's Acid. It's so wildly different that it's difficult to describe in words. Sweet, herbal, botanical, earthy, delectable, and on and on. They keep its unique infusion process a total secret, and with good cause, because everyone would copycat this unique cigar if they knew how. Guys love it, girls love it, and the people you smoke it around love it. Everyone loves acid cigars. Camacho Corojo, full body, full flavor, full satisfaction. The 94-rated Camacho Corojo, Cigar Aficionado's Top 5 Cigar for 2010. The world's only authentic Corojo cigar is handmade from first-generation Corojo tobaccos grown in the Hamastron Valley of Honduras. Rich, bold, and smooth, the Camacho Corojo's complex profile is truly unique and provides for a smoking experience like no other full-body cigar. For more information on Camacho cigars, visit us at www.camachocigars.com. Camacho Corojo is available at all smoke-in locations. Critically acclaimed La Gloria Cubano cigars are handcrafted in the Dominican Republic and have become known for their full-bodied, rich flavor and distinctive spicy sweetness. With multiple ratings of 90 or better from Cigar Aficionado and a listing in Rob Report's Best of the Best, it's no wonder that La Gloria cigars are a favorite among cigar connoisseurs. Taste for yourself why La Gloria Cubano cigars are one of the finest premium cigar brands in the market. Surgeon General Warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility. Still birth and low birth rate.
Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912, artistically combining old world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos, making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series, the Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente's Fuente. In the last 10 years, one cigar company has eclipsed all others in growth. My Father's Cigars. And one cigar family has become a new industry legend. The Garcia family, La Reloba, and My Father's Cigars have been given 94 ratings by Cigar Aficionado. And My Father was rated the number three cigar of Cigar Aficionado's top 25 for 2010. Innovation, construction, consistency, and superior flavor are behind such accolades. Try one of the Garcia family's great cigars for yourself today. In today's market, value is king. And there is no greater value in premium cigars than Casa Magna, a Nicaraguan Porto blended by master blenders Manuel Quesada and Nestor Placencia. The Casa Magna Colorado Robusto is the only cigar to not only retail for under $10, but to also win Cigar of the Year in Cigar Aficionado magazine. Try one of these delicious medium to full-bodied cigars today and satisfy your taste buds without emptying your wallet. They're not just great their Casa Magna great. Honest Abe here, and I gotta tell you about the coolest app that I just downloaded for free on my iPhone and iPad. It's called Cigar Boss. It features information, pictures, and reviews for over 7,000 cigars. Cigar Boss even lets me rate my favorite cigars and helps me find the perfect cigar that I want to smoke. The best part about Cigar Boss is that it's absolutely free. Download Cigar Boss on your iPhone, iPod, or iPad today. Also, be on the lookout for special smoking deals only on Cigar Boss. Android version coming soon. Listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. If I had those golden dreams. Yeah, golden dreams, lady. I'm just so weird, smiling, waving, like you're at a concert. I will be. Just waiting for her to put a lighter up in the air. <laughs> Uh, I left mine in the car. I thought Something this week's else. I thought this week's movie trivia would be a little bit harder, but they lit up All real right. quick. Oh, come they on, lit up. First, you, you underestimate the power. First caller, been on hold the longest. We got Christian from New York. Christian, welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Hey, hey, how's it going, man? How you doing? All right, brother. Long time. Thank you for listening to the show, my friend. Oh, always, man. You guys are awesome. It's, it's been great, man. Great, great. <laughs> um, so, you got you ready to win fifty bucks? Uh, I think I am. I think that's the uh, classic Kevin Smith movie, Morat. All right. Yes, indeed. Well done. Well done, sir. Was it that hard? Well, I have a uh, fun movie fact. Uh, Mallrats was the subject of much critical disdain when it was released, with many critics comparing it unfavorably to Smith's first film, Clerks. In his negative review of the film, critic Roger Ebert said, Before Mallrats was released, I chaired a panel that Smith participated in, and Kevin Smith cheerfully said he'd be happy to do whatever the studio wanted if they paid for his films. 
At the time, I thought he was joking. <laughs> Nevertheless, the film developed a strong cult following after it was released on video. Well, Christian, thank you very much. Keep listening to the show. Have a great weekend, my friend. Don't go anywhere. We'll get your information and make sure we get that gift card out to you. Awesome, bro. Thanks again, Abe. Thanks again, guys. Absolutely. Keep it up. Well, Have a good one. Love I did mention film. the Zycar winner from Mississippi, did I? Yeah, yes, you did. He did. Yeah. By the way, I don't know, did I mention the footnote he had in the notes there? No. He actually typed in, he says, from Mississippi, he said, I've been in your West Palm Beach store. I won't say the word the explicative <laughs> that he used for the there. general cigar Dave, but he said that's what he is for not mentioning that store. And uh, he said that from Mississippi, so thank you very uh, much for that. I forgot to thank you for that little vote of uh, confidence there in my uh, radio wars with the general himself. All the way from the golf. All right. All right, we're going to jump really quick to my uh, long ass salute of the week and my astro of the week. Bum, bum, bum. Can I have guests? Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, it's not going to be difficult. <laughs> this week, you know, it can be none other than the self appointed alpha male, Cigar Dave. Obviously, breaking journalistic integrity and sending one of his loyal listeners 20 minutes out of the way to a cigar bar and not the brick and mortar type of store he was looking for in West Palm Beach. All because the self proclaimed general had his feathers ruffled. When us little folks at Smoke In began our own radio show, he felt like he could not recommend Smoke In to the listeners. The only cigar store in West Palm Beach and the undisputed largest B&M in South Florida, and yet he was outed by uh, on Twitter by his own listeners. And all I have to say is shame on you, Dave. After being in my store a dozen of times, doing three live broadcasts in the last three years, you seem to have forgotten about us. You let petty pride and vanity get the better of you. You are KMA's asshole of the week. Even after we let his jerk friends come along to the Great Smoke last year, too. Oh. Those guys were tools. <sighs> they were probably lieutenants. Something. Uh, they might have been colonels. You know, yeah, who knows? Anyways, listen. On the same note, I want to give props. My long-ass salute of the week. This week, I give it up to the man who has a Twitter handle, Cigar Kirk. Cigar Kirk, if you're out there, you're the first person listening to Dave's show who immediately tweeted, shame on us in general, for not honestly answering a caller's question regarding the the brick and mortar in West Palm Beach. Kirk tagged us with his tweets, brought it to our attention, and thank you for not letting it slide. Very manly of you, sir, and as a thank you, we'll be contacting you and sending you a fiver of your choice. Adam, that is your job. Make sure you get Cigar Kirk a fiver's choice. This cigar is for you, my friend. So Kirk in Boynton Beach, by the way, who yes. will be at the Great Smoke on well, February 18th. He already bought his ticket. That now he's too. got a fiver of his choice. Absolutely. And we're going to do a little bit of cigar news before we sign off this week. Uh, in Washington, D.C., it's out of sight, out of mind. You have to be there to be, consi- to be consistently pounding the pavement to get messages across to the staff and membership in the House and Senate. To develop a presence, the CRA opened an office near the U.S. Capitol. They will assist in coordinating House and Senate staff member meetings for retail tobacconists and consumer members from across the nation, especially during this critical time for H.R. 1639 and S. 1461. On another note, the fine folks at EPC announced their latest masterpiece, New Wave Connecticut Short Run. A combination of their two lines will be available in three Vitolas and will be released sometime in late February or early March. One of the cigar industry's most recognizable names is retiring, Jose Sejas, who has run the acclaimed Tabacalera de Garcia factory in La Romana, Dominican Republic, for over 30 years, is stepping down as vice president and general manager. Jose defined many of the industry's most highly rated and sought-after brands, such as Monte Cristo, Romeo and Julieta, H. Upman, Trinidad, Vega Fina, 
Onyx Reserve, and many more. And I'm sure many of you remember the 2003 limited edition Puro Vintage Salomon cigars from La Aurora. Well, it was a sad day when they were all gone. But good news. Miami Cigar has begun shipping the 2004 Puro Vintage, which we have received. All in all, now currently in all smoking locations. Yes, sir. Only a thousand of these eight count boxes have been made. So don't blink. And that being said, Lady M. We have time first. I don't know. Questions. Do we have time to ask you a question? Yeah, we do. We have time to ask you a question or two. We, got, we, can, we can ask you one question. Uh-huh. I think we got time for one. So let's see here. Should I pick one? I think there's one that you and I both know she should just simply answer right away. This one here? No, the other one. Which one? I got 20 of them. I don't know. There was the one she was still showing me earlier. I was like, she has to answer that one. It's well, a great one. That I don't have it here. You have it? Yeah, I do. Uh, TikTok. There we go. Okay. That's the one we're talking about. <laughs> we found the one. This is I, I don't know which one, but here it is. Liz, Liz who's 36. Hmm. Really? This is so simple. I date a guy who's unemployed. Uh, your life history. Yeah, I know. I, this uh, is why you picked these questions on purpose. I didn't pick it. Will he use me for my money? I met a really nice guy last week and went out on a date. Everything about him is great except for one thing. He's unemployed. Loser. On to the next. And actually, Seriously. he said he hasn't been able to find a job in almost a year. Unemployed even so, and I can't even find girls. Huh? He picked up a check. Should I date a guy who's unemployed or will he end up using me for my money? Now, coming from someone who's dated unemployed people for a period of time. He's not, it's not necessarily that he's going to use you for your money, but just don't even bother. Don't even go there. Right? I... I so what are you saying? You've learned from your past experience? Yeah. And you've finally learned something? I'm learning. Mm. Oh, learning. So she has not learned it yet. <laughs> All right, one more question before we go off the air. Listen, this is from Denny. Denny, is that a guy? That's, that's yeah, got to be a Denny's guy. Denny's a guy. Yeah. 34 years old. I'm going out with a woman who's pretty wild in the sack. And lately, her thing is doing it in my car. Apparently, she likes leather seats or something, but the weird thing is that she only wants to do it in my car. She's definitely not as interested in doing it in the bed or anywhere else normal, for that matter. Is this a phase my girlfriend is going through? Do other people enjoy doing it in cars? Hey. I mean, since I've been 15 or 16, I don't think so, but... I mean, no, I think She wanted to do me in a very... (laughs) I can understand in the heat of the moment, like, you know, every, like, whatever, if it happens in the car, but not only in the car. That makes no sense. You want to have sex in a very uncomfortable place. What, like the back of a Volkswagen? I don't know. (laughs) I was waiting. I thought that's what you were going with, I mean, the way... (laughs) That was mall rats again. I mean, the the way I look at it, she's good for a drive-by. You know what I mean? No, no, no. I mean, keep her around, and you know, but obviously there's something not normal there. Agreed. <laughs> I don't. I I agree. I don't think that that is normal. She, that she's either an exhibitionist or she really likes to live on the edge. So she's a little off. Well, listen, Denny, if you get tired with her, just send her over to smoke in. We'll hook her up. <laughs> I'm, uh, a, I'm available, <laughs> and I've got a big back seat in my car. And you got a job. Exactly. Oh I have a job. Uh, the hooch is the trifecta. There you go, ladies. <laughs> and he has fantastic hair. Listen, folks, you've been listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on CV Radio. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure you check in next week as our good friend is back, George Rico from Grand Habano Cigars. Remember, gang, life is short. Savor the moments that count. Most importantly, never be afraid to express how you feel as I did today. Because if anyone doesn't like it, just tell them to kiss your ass. This is Honest Abe signing out, telling you to be merciless. Spare no cigar. Smoke them all. Let God sort them out.
You've been listening to Kiss My Ass Radio on Seabew Radio. Every Saturday from 10 a.m. until noon, join the gang as they pursue life, liberty, and fine cigars. If you missed the show, need more information, log on to kissmyassradio.com. To me.